Hallelujah. We've come through a great victory. Amen. We want to keep the momentum rolling. Amen. Praise God tonight. How many is okay? Well, let me ask it this way. How, how many knows it's okay with the Lord for him to switch things up a little bit? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I know we we do things often a certain way, and I, I, I am very, very, I have been very uh, guilty of this in the past. Uh, we think a Wednesday night Bible study is, is just that. We do our routine. We come in and pray. We have some worship. We do our Bible study, and we get, we get on with it. Uh, we teach for about an hour. We get out of here at eight thirty. We we kind of we kind of know what we're doing, right? But uh, you know, that's been my my desire for many years to teach the Word of God. And listen, we we've got to we've got to hear my next statement in in the way it's presented. All right? Amen. Okay. We've had a lot of teaching in this church. We've had a lot of teaching. We've had a lot of good teaching. Yes. Okay. It's not all been for me. But what I'm saying is the Lord has gifted me to teach. Amen. Praise God. He's gifted me to teach. We had Brother Parsons. Anybody remember Brother Parsons? We came through many years ago. You ladies, yes. Um, we, uh, as, as a teenager, um, Brother Parsons called me up. It seemed like every time a, a man of God of that caliber would come through, some evangelist with the gifts of the Spirit, you know, would come through. They're always going to call me up. Is, is it because I'm so special? No. It's, you know, it took me a lot of years to really just latch a hold of the fact that God's got a calling on my life. Mm -hmm. Now, I've known that. I've known that for a lot of years. But to say it openly, to declare it, is uh, it, to shy away from it, it's not an honor to God. So declare it is an honor to God who did the calling. Praise God. And if we're called of God, we ought to declare that we're called of God. Amen? Amen. Who's, who's going to be found at the end? The called, the chosen, and the faithful in their calling. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, you know, Brother Parsons called me up. You've got the ministry of a teacher on you. You know, Brother Campbell called me up. Ministry of a teacher on you. Uh, one time I was studying for a lesson right out in this room over here. You know, uh, I would come to church early about 9 o'clock in the morning, 8.30, 9 o'clock Sunday morning. I would come over here. And I would begin to, you know, uh, just kind of vamp up on the lesson that I was going to be uh, teaching that, that uh, Sunday to whatever class I was teaching. At one point, I, uh, I taught the, uh, the older teens. At one point, we taught the younger teens uh, and at other times different situations. But whatever I was studying for, just so happened that weekend, Brother Jeffers was here. And he, was, he came down from upstairs. He was staying upstairs. And... Uh, and he saw me in this little room here. I don't know what you call that room, but that I call it the, the room of doors. Six, six doors leading out of that <laughs> You know, it has no purpose except for doorways, you know, connection zone. Anyway, um, I'm in there. There's like a little desk chair in there before my dad cut all the, the desks off of them. <laughs> we still have the chairs, just on the desk anymore. Anyway, I'm just kind of studying. There was a bookshelf over there. I think there was a couple of, like, some Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, stuff like that in there. And so I was making use of those. And Brother Jeffers came down and said, hey, what are you studying? We, we talked about it a little bit. And uh, all of a sudden, he just started ministering. The Lord's put a ministry of teaching on you, and it's going to be, it, it's going to blow your mind and it's going to blow other people's minds, you know. And over the years, I've had a lot of compliments. And don't get me wrong, it's nice when people say, great lesson. Or it's nice when people say, oh, pastor's such a wonderful teacher. But understand, that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're here to receive. I'm not saying you can't say it. it the human in me feels good. Oh, yeah. Oh, praise God. But, you know, if we understand it's anointed teaching, then it comes from God. Sure. There's no reason to brag about it. But besides that, I've had plenty of people that do not like my teaching. <laughs> but one thing's for sure, we've done a lot of teaching in this church. Maybe not everyone here that's, uh, that's in this building tonight or even every one of you online has heard very much of my teaching. But some of you have and uh, some of you have been here all along and you've heard me teach every single word of the New Testament. You, you've heard me teach a lot of things. A 
lot, a lot of things. You know, not not just on Wednesday nights, but also on Sundays and, and at other times. But tonight, you know, coming in here, we've been given instruction that really we ought to just roll ahead for what's coming this week, and because we've received a victory this week, okay? Praise God. We we started off Friday night. We came in here and prayed. And, and, and wonderful things were happening. The Lord was shaking up the ground, setting some things up. Then we went out to Plymouth on Saturday. Awesome things happening out in Plymouth. We went to two locations there. Uh, it's funny because I've been trying to get uh, the, the crew up to the monument for quite some time. When we first went, when we first brought the goods to the monument last July, I kept telling them, so, well, we can go to Plymouth Rock, but I also think we ought to visit the monument. And it's almost like it just fell on deaf ears, you know. And uh, we, we, we had kind of worn ourselves out with what we were doing down at the rock and uh, the, the proclamations that we were making over there and the declarations we were making and, the, and just the prayers that were going up at the time. They, it, it draws it out of you. Don't, it wears you out a little bit when you start doing these things. But as we were kind of leaving, it, the, the day is starting to wind up. And uh, I was like, well, you know what? I think, think maybe the monument will just give it a skip. And it just wasn't the right time. And so we went down there again on Halloween night. And uh, we were waiting there at the monument for the meeting to begin because we wanted to do some praying at the monument before, you know, at the very beginning. But out in the west, it was still light. But out here in the east, it was getting dark. So by the time everybody kind of ramped up and got on the prayer meeting, the prayer meeting got going that night, it was too dark to even see the thing, and there's no spotlights up on the monument. So it's like, well, we'll just go back down to the, to the, uh, the, the water level. We went back down to the water. We prayed around the rock again. We, we prayed around the Mayflower too again. We prayed around up on the hill, uh, and uh, we did some of that again on Saturday. We kind of started off down there, and then we... We felt like maybe we should go up the hill. We prayed up there a little bit. And uh, it was confirmed finally we should go up to that monument. And as soon as we pulled in, Brother Good said, yep, that's it, that's it, that's it. You know? And uh, when we were up there the last time with Brother Olette, um, he was telling us that he brought Brother Jeffers up there. And uh, when Brother Jeffers got up to that place, he said, this is a gateway. This is a gateway here. And this is what the Lord has been telling us for months now. That this, this city of Plymouth is, is like a portal that the winds of God from the east will blow, will blow all the way into the United States. Okay? I mean, I'm, I'm, I, we're going to do a little bit of praying here tonight. We're going to be doing a little bit of declaring here tonight. Uh, we, might teach you a, we might teach a little bit. But we're not really here to teach tonight, okay? The teaching is just going to be suspended for tonight. We might get back to it next week. Who knows what's going to happen, all right? I, I, I'm just wanting to move forward in the Spirit. Praise God. Listen, we've gotten a lot of teaching. And in fact, we know that we're up, we ought to worship in spirit and truth, right? Amen. The truth is the Word and the Spirit, of course, is the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we've been a little word heavy. I've been give, getting that word from... Guys like Brother Good, uh, from so, uh, for some time now, we've, we're, we're a little word heavy in the church and, and not enough spirit flowing. We need to balance it out a little bit. We need more spirit movement. I think we're doing pretty good. I think we have a pretty good balance, but it is still, I think, a little off. You know what I'm saying? Pretty close, but not there. I think when we can get everything in order the way God wants us to, and nothing that the Lord is going to say to us tonight is in condemnation. Amen. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. There's nothing of condemnation in this house tonight. The Lord is saying we've won a great victory. Praise God. Praise God. We went in there. So, you know, the Lord had begun. Amber, do you have any idea how long it's been since I've been saying we need to go down to Plymouth and pray? It's got to be at least 10 years. At least. 10 years or more. I've been, saying, I've been feeling we've got to go down to Plymouth and pray. We've got to go down in Plymouth and pray. There are spirits down in Plymouth that must be broken. They're specifically spirits of witchcraft that must be broken. We also found out there's a spirit of Leviathan down there. Like Psalm 74. He breaks the head of Leviathan, right? And that head of Leviathan has got to be broken. That spirit of witchcraft has got to be broken. 
in a place where they came over for freedom to worship is the place where the devil is clamped down. One of the places. He's clamped down in other places too. One of the most religious cities in the, in the New World was Salem, Massachusetts. And now it's again, it's a place known for witchcraft. The Lord's been telling me for so many years. No, it seems like no church succeeds in Plymouth. They, they try. Another one just failed last year. We were excited that finally another apostolic church is giving it a go in Plymouth. And the door shut on that one too. And it's like, Lord, this has got to stop. Even if we in Cumberland have to set up a daughter work in Plymouth ourselves. It, and if we do it, I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that it will work and it will not fail because this is the way it's got to be done. We've got to get in there and break up the ground. I, I've asked over the years other men to go with me. We need to have a, a district prayer meeting. We need to get the ministers of the district down there. We need to pray over that city. We need to break the power uh, of the enemy in that city. And, and listen, I'm not bad-mouthing any man of God. I believe it would be a detriment to myself if I ever badmouthed the man of God. But at the same time, I will say I couldn't seem to get any support to do it. I, ha I had a few people, especially one, one of uh, my closest friends, saying, yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it. But it never happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but it, it, did, it never happened for years. Year after year after year, I would say, we got to get to Plymouth. Well, praise God, somehow, some way... You know, the Lord began to tell me late last year, this coming year, this 400th anniversary of the landing, we are going to get down there sometime this year. And it happened. Praise God. We started going in there and started breaking it up. So here's the thing, folks. We, you know, don't, let's not be afraid that one day we might actually be responsible for putting a daughter work out there in Plymouth. Praise God. I mean, that means some of you might be traveling out there with us. That means some of you right in this room possibly tonight, or maybe some of you online here might even be responsible for shepherding that work. It, it, it may not happen next month or next year, but I believe it will happen. Amen. I also believe that there's going to be a work in Wakefield. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, years ago, we, we joked around a lot. I think the Lord wants us to start a church in Wakefield. Okay, is it because the Cumberland Church is so awesome? No, it's because God is so awesome and he wants to do an awesome work in Rhode Island. I believe he's been telling a lot of men, there's, there's a great work to be done here. There's a great work to be done in the eastern seacoast. We heard prophecies, I'm talking almost 40 years ago. We heard prophecies that, that uh, Brother Maynard had heard, two different sources, uh, fire breaking out of New England and spreading spreading west into the United States and Canada and beyond. We have yet to see it happen. We have yet to see it happen. We've heard prophecy after prophecy after prophecy of revival fire breaking out of Boston and just burning up the eastern seacoast. We've heard prophecies. We go to winter fire and we hear encouragement and prophecy, encouragement and prophecy that 60% of the population of the United States is in the sea, eastern seacoast. This is the potential of the greatest revival that we as a nation have ever seen. I'm not saying it will be the greatest revival of the world. I'm not saying it's going to be the great end time revival. I don't even know if there will be such a thing, but the Lord has promised another revival. Amen. We haven't seen it yet, and I believe the word of the Lord is true. I'm trying to, I'm trying to amp you up in case you don't know. I'm trying, this is a little bit of a pep rally in case you don't know. Praise God. This is stuff that we've heard, and we've heard, and we've heard. My goodness, when I was a little kid, I heard Jesus was coming back. When I was a teenager, I heard he was coming back. When I was in my 20s, I heard he's coming back. When I was in my 30s, I preached he's coming back. And now that I'm in my 40s, I'm still saying he's coming back, but I am scratching my head saying, I never thought we'd make it to 2021 before the Lord came back. But he's still coming back. Amen. And before he comes back, I believe his prophecy of revival that starts in the east, 
that starts in Boston or it, maybe it'll start in Plymouth. Who knows? Uh, but the Lord told me some months ago, if we can take out that witchcraft pillar in Plymouth, if we can take that pillar out in Salem, if we can take that pillar out in Worcester, then we're going to see the, the power structure of Boston, the enemy's power hold of Boston completely crumble and fire is going to break out of that place. Praise God. Fire is going to break out of that place. It is going to spread like fire. And because the wind of God is going to begin to blow through that eastern portal. We've already felt his winds blowing. Yes. Praise God. We, we prayed out there in October and they, they said all the way over in Ohio they could feel the wind blowing. Praise God. We were praying in Plymouth. They were feeling the wind in Ohio. And, and let me just say this too. Um, I was telling my wife about this t today. She happened to be in Maine at the time, but, uh, but and I'm not blaming my wife for my daughter. But, uh, I'm just saying, you know, with, 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 my, uh, with my daughter not demanding my full attention, I had more time to give my attention to the things of the Lord. And I, uh, I, I contacted Brother Good, and I said, uh, yeah, I just want to give you a little heads up, but I, I'm thinking of going down to Plymouth this weekend. I don't know if it's going to be, it was snowing that Friday. I don't, remember, I don't know if you remember the, the Friday before Halloween, it was snowing pretty good. And uh, it, was, it was snowing. In fact, I was outside just walking around looking at the snow. The snow was collecting in my beard, and, you know, and it's making my beard all kind of white. And I keep, you know, I'm, I'm poloing. So I'm, I'm keep having to wipe it out of my face, and he's laughing at me. Um, but I said, "Yeah, brother, I just running it, running it by you." But I think uh, I think I, I need to go out to Plymouth this weekend. I said Amber's away right now; she's up with her parents. But I think I need to go and, and pray out in Plymouth. And he gets right on. He says, "Whoa!" You know how he does. And uh, he's like, "That's I, I, you got it, brother. That's that's exactly right." He says, "Can I make an?" Uh, uh, a suggestion, take someone like Tim and Esther with you uh, and, and go so that they can give you some prayer support while you're out there because this is a big deal, bro. He's like, don't just go alone. I know, I know you might have thought that, but take some, some armor bearers with you. So uh, we asked them, of course, and they, they said yes. They, he's like, and if I can ask one favor, if you don't do it today, uh, uh, you know, do it sometime tomorrow night. So when we were on that Friday night doing a prayer, a prayer night on the 30th, we decided there that we're going to do another prayer night on the 31st. So we went down there. We prayed. We felt the power of God. We got, we got mocking, folks. We had people in devil costumes and uh, Grim Reaper costumes and vampire costumes and all kinds of wicked stuff mocking us, mocking us right to our face. They had no shame whatsoever, mocking us because we're down there praying in the name of Jesus and feeling the power of God. And, you know, we, we left one area and we went up to another area. We prayed over the hill. We came down. We prayed out there near the, the boat. And as soon as we were out there starting to pray, there's this whole troop of tourists that were coming back. I'm like, who's coming out here in the middle of the night having a tour on a holiday? It's like I was getting frustrated. But, but what happened is by the time we traveled all the way back home, because we felt our mission there was done, by the time we got back home, I went to my office, I flipped open my computer, and I went back onto the, the Zoom call. And just a little while later, Sean from South Carolina gets the Holy Ghost online. It's the first time he had ever been on Zoom. It was an impromptu, last minute. The Lord, and I'm not trying to lift myself up here, folks. I'm just saying the Lord laid it on my heart. We need to go pray in Plymouth. Something's happening down in Plymouth this weekend. And it happened to be the best time to do it was Halloween night of all times. The, the heavy night of witchcraft. We're going down to Plymouth on the devil's home field. And we're breaking the heads of Leviathan. We're, we're calling down witchcraft. And then even while the witches are mocking us. And I think probably trying to put curses on us too. But we're seeing victory, feeling victory. By the time we get home, the wind from Plymouth was blowing all the way down into South Carolina. A man gets the Holy Ghost and opens up a brand new ministry. Praise God. Am I taking credit? No. God's taking the credit because the credit's going to him. Oh, if we will just do, 
It, even if it sounds crazy, if it sounds scary, if it sounds stupid, if we will just do it because we know God is saying do it. Mm-hmm. Folks, we will not see any limitations to what God's going to do. Is this about building a huge facility? No. Is this about getting a lot of people on the rolls? No. Is this about collecting a lot of tithe? No. Is this about making a name for ourselves in the land? Absolutely not. Because we're living in days that the bigger the name you make for yourself, the bigger target you have for yourself. And they're coming after the church, folks. We don't need to be afraid of that. But what I'm saying is we're not here to make a name. But we are here to bust the devil down. We are here to knock him down. He has controlled New England for too long. Now, our mission has been Rhode Island, Rhode Island, Rhode Island, Rhode Island. And yes, we got to get our home turf taken care of. Praise God. But we are here, and the Lord has chosen us, this little church on the corner of Pine Swamp and West Wentham. Who are we? We're one church among many. We're even one church among many apostolics now. When we first moved up in Area 81, there was only one other apostolic church in Rhode Island. I was down in Cranston, Brother Zenny, he's not even there anymore. And then Brother Paul Davis had just started the church up on the edge of Woonsocket in Blackstone. So he's technically in Massachusetts. Then they moved to this building, if some of you might remember. Well, I don't know if many of you were there in those days. Uh, Anyway, but they moved to to this building. Uh, They only stayed in this building for about six months. Brother Johnson called up my dad and said, would you please take that building? Uh, because we have a down payment on we stand to lose. Well, we just so happen to be busting out of the walls right down there in the Walnut Hill Apartments. My dad tried to get away from this area because there was already an apostolic group in the area. He went all the way down to Cranston. But where did the Lord bring him? <laughs> right up to Winsocket. So we moved in this building, you know, and through the course of time, we're still here after almost 40 years. And it doesn't look like we've done much on this corner. And yet God is saying, you've stuck here. You've been faithful here. It doesn't look like you've done much. It doesn't feel like we've accomplished much, but you hear how many hundreds of people have come through this place. How many hundreds of people have felt the Spirit of God, heard the Word of God? How many, how many, how many people have come down to these altars, repented of their sins, and gotten the Holy Ghost? How many people have gone through this baptismal tank? Or got baptized out in the pond? Or got baptized in someone else's baptistry or, or in some pool somewhere, right? I mean, how many? I mean, is it in the hundreds? I don't know, but it's a lot. They're not here tonight, but we can't worry about that. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the prestige. Hey, listen, uh, quite honestly, the flesh would love to to grow up a big, beautiful facility with with all bills paid and everybody uh, driving by like, you know, New Life Worship Center or Ocean State Baptist Church. Some people call it Clean Slate Baptist Church because that's that's what it looks like uh, on the sign. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, you know, driving past these huge Rhode Island churches going, yeah, that's, that, that's what it means to have a church. You know, a, a church is, is, is you've got a program laid out nicely on, on the table as you walk in and, a, and, and, and the most attractive greeter you can find. You know, and, uh, you, you, know you, you can sit down and you know exactly what's going to happen in the service. I think the Lord wants us to come into this place and not know what's going to happen except for by the Holy Ghost. If you know what's going to happen in the service, it's because you've been praying before the service and the Lord's been talking to you. Praise God. But not to come in here and expect the same old. You know, we've been talking about this kind of thing for years and and sometimes we make a push, but tonight we're making another push. Because we came in here Sunday, even, even under... The threat of possible contagion. We came in here anyway. Yes. And people came in here boldly anyway. And said so we're going to worship God. Yes. Praise God. We're not flaunting the rules. We're not being haphazard. We're not being unwise. The world would tell us we're being unwise. The world would tell you you're being stupid. Even some of the church would say that's foolish. But when God says do it. Even if it's foolish you do it. Isn't that what Paul said? Hey, the things of God are foolishness to the world, right? The carnal mind can't grasp the things of God. Praise God. And unfortunately, even some people of God are in their carnal minds. They're in their carnal minds. And so that kind of thing looks foolish. But the Lord came in here. He started to confirm ministries. 
He started to establish order. I mean, we're, we're seeing things go forward. Praise God. And, and yes, pra praise God. You know, we, we've got some folks from the South Shore. That's awesome. We love you folks, and we're glad you're with us. Praise God. And, and that was a big, big part of what was going on on Sunday. But what we're seeing on Sunday, and we're not singing the praises of one man. We're singing the praises of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. He is just one part of the facilitation of what God's been doing in this church for years. Praise God. So we get in here on Sunday, and the devil came right against us. And most of you don't really know this, but Monday was a day of warfare. Maybe some of you felt it in the spirit you were fighting with us. We, we didn't really scatter around to too many people, but it was a day of warfare. And we had the whole Fresh Fire Fellowship, you know, praying with us on Monday. Because everything that the Lord had established over the weekend, the devil's trying to unravel in fear and, and trying to clamp it down. And, and we had bombardment in the spirit world in this day. By the end of Monday night, the report came in from the spirit. From several sources, and I felt it myself. I was walking around this room. I was laughing. I was laughing because I knew the victory was won. I knew that the devil tried and he failed. He tried and he failed. He tried to bring up fear and he failed. And, and then the report came in. This is a victory. Multiple times. This is a victory. And, and we, went, we went to bed Monday night knowing it was a victory. I, I woke up Tuesday morning. And I felt like I needed to fight a little bit more because when I woke up, that fear tried to start coming on me again. And, you know, I woke up this morning. It was a little better. It was a little better this morning, but I still came down and prayed anyway. You know, because it's a good thing to pray in the morning anyway, right? <laughs> Praise God. But, you know, we're still feeling that there's enemy forces that hate what's happening. They hate even coming from uh, some sources that are unexpected. They, they hate what's happening. In the spirit. Praise God. And uh, does anybody feel that what's going on is the spirit? Yes. Yes. Praise God. I'm not just trying to you fluff me up. But, you know, our brother Harry, we, we think that he got the Holy Ghost on Sunday. Praise God. Can we just rejoice about that? Hallelujah. 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 Just as soon as we can dunk our brother in this tank, we're going to do it. Amen. He, he, he agreed months ago. He said, yeah, I want to get baptized. And we're, we've been trying to get this thing done. And at, at, at this point, I'm thinking, brother, maybe we'll just go to Holiday Inn and just go down to the pool. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, brother David's going to help us fix this thing. And, and I, I think, I believe in my spirit, it's going to get done. I, I feel the devil has been, I mean, Really, the plumbing is not that complicated. It's a little hard to get to, but it's not that complicated. And I don't know why it's been resisting me for all this time, but I know it's the devil. I know it's the devil. And I, I, think, I think that we, we, have, we have the victory now. We're going to see this thing done. We're going to put our brother down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise Hallelujah. God. He's going to get filled with the Holy Ghost all over again. Yes. Praise, yes. God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he's only the first... Uh, and many, we're praising God for for Louis. You know, yes. we're, we're, we just want to confirm him and the Lord. And, and don't don't I'm not talking about the Catholic way. All right, I'm just saying. You know, we're, we're not. No one's going to kiss my ring. Okay. Uh, what what I'm saying is, we we just want to keep supporting him because he was really back in October the first that got the Holy Ghost here in a while, and first that got baptized in a while. But we're, we're seeing it again, and I, I believe Brother Harry is is going to be the first in a line of people getting baptized, not to sing our praises so that we can put a number on, on the wall so that we can send a port to headquarters and say, hey, we, 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 we had so many in Sunday service this way, and, and we had so many children, and we had so many baptisms. No, it ain't about that. Praise God. It ain't about that. It's about the glory of God. Yes. Praise God. I, mean, I know I've been talking a long time, but I want to read this uh, scripture. Praise God. In... Uh, in Matthew chapter 22, Matthew 22, verse 36. Master, what is the great commandment in the law? What is the great commandment? I'm, I'm going to try my best not to get into teacher mode here. It's hard because it is, it is one of my offices. 
Uh, I do love to teach. That's, that's probably the office I love to commit most. It's the first office God gave me, but well before he, he let me be a pastor, he, he let me be a teacher. And, I, and I'm saying that sincerely. He let me be. Because in my heart, I always wanted to teach anyway. Something. I wanted to teach something. Does it, because it's because I think I know everything? No, it's because I like, I like to just, I like to tell people what, what things I know. I, and yes, uh, guys like me can get a know-it-all spirit sometimes, but by the grace of God, he'll keep me humble. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to try not to teach here tonight, but he, he says, uh, this is one of the lawyers saying, Master, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. He's quoting, of course, out of Deuteronomy 6, 5. And then... He doesn't stop there. And the fir- uh, this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He's quoting out of Leviticus. Right? Mm-hmm. Quoting right out of Leviticus. What is it? 1917 uh, or 1719? One of those. Um, it's one of those. 17 and 19 is in there. But anyway, he's quoting right out of Leviticus. And in fact, he's only quoting half a verse. But he's saying this is the second greatest one. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. He said, all the law. We get scared at the law sometimes. Oh, the law, that's, that's, that's just Old Testament rules and regulations, do's and don'ts. No, the law is the instruction. It's the, what the Hebrew word uh, Torah means is instruction. When we think law, we think if you break the law, you die. Well, that is the law of sin and death. And the Lord has freed us from that. That if we sin... That we immediately die, you know. But he says, I've broken. I've taken the law of sin and death. That law of sin and death, the ordinance that was against me, got nailed to the cross with the flesh of Jesus Christ. Amen? The word of God in flesh got nailed to the cross. Amen? But the word of God rose again. Praise God. But the sin and the ordinance against us stayed as a curse, right? And we don't have that anymore. It doesn't mean we don't pay attention to the instruction of God. It means that the instruction of God is now delivered to us and written upon our hearts by the Holy Ghost. That is a free gift if we participate in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, this is foundational doctrine. We know that. But what Jesus says, out of all the writings of the Bible, it's impressive to me that there's one thing. That people will say when we stand in front of the throne of God. We will be on bended knee and every single one of us will say either by choice and willingly or by grudging uh, um, conformity. We're going to say Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Amen. That's what Paul says in Philippians chapter 2. He says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And based on this idea is when Paul says in just a verse or two later, work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Understanding this is either going to be in adoration willingly to God. Yes, you are my Lord. You've always been my Lord and you are still. Or it's going to be someone who is coerced to say it. And they have no choice. And they recognize it and they have no way out of it. I don't want to be in that camp. Praise God. But when Jesus talks about the two greatest instructions, he's talking about loving God. And he's talking about loving our neighbors. Praise God. If we can get that down, if we can learn to be more like Jesus, if we can learn to love Jesus, be like him, think like him, speak like him, work like him, walk like him, reap the harvest that he reaps, amen? If we can learn to look upon Jesus. First John 3 says we'll be like him. When we see him, I know that means when he comes back. I know that. Mm-hmm. But in a way, we can see Jesus tonight. Mm-hmm. We can see Jesus in one another. We can see him with eyes of the spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And the more we see Jesus, the more we see him in his word. The more we see him in the spirit, the more we look upon him, the more we purposefully look upon him, the more we become like him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus said, this is the most important. These are the biggest instructions. And they're not going anywhere. The biggest instructions is love the Lord. And Jesus clarifies out of John 14, if you love the Lord, you'll do what he says. And if you do what he says, you'll love the Lord. Praise God. It, it's a never-ending cycle. Right. It's, it's love the Lord, keep his commandment. His commandment is to love the Lord. Mm -hmm. It just keeps going back around. Mm -hmm. it, it, a never-ending cycle. If there's any perpetual motion engine that is possible, it's that one. Praise God. I, I'm not going to get into what a perpetual motion engine is. Don't worry about it. But if there is one, it's that. If there's anything that can, that can run in per, per, perpetuity, if, that's, if I'm saying it right, forever, it's that concept. Loving and keeping his commandments. Loving, keeping his commandments. Solomon said, fear God and keep his commandments. Okay? He said that, yes, but uh, we also are understanding that these three abide, faith, hope, and love. The greatest is love. The greatest power is love. This is not some sappy, oh, I love Jesus. I'm going to live however I want. No, I love Jesus so much to live like he tells me to. Yes, amen. amen. Praise amen. God. Hey, listen, I, I love Jesus enough yes. to think the things he wants me to think. Yes, hey, amen. if there be any praise, if there be any virtue, thank God these things. Right. The Bible even take, tells us what to think, folks. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. So if we're not supposed to think about that, maybe we're supposed to think about the next thing he said. But I am come to fulfill yes. the instructions. Yes. I'm come to walk them out and fill them up. And the ones that are no longer necessary because I have totally fulfilled them, like animal sacrifice, I have become the Lamb of God. You, you don't need to worry about that anymore. Praise God. And there's other things like that. But we're not going to say anything bad. He says, I don't want you to think. I've come to do away with the instructions. I have come so that I can walk out the instructions. Paul said, so do we do away with the law? He goes, no, God forbid. Yay, we uphold the law, the instructions. Amen. We uphold them. And not because we're trying to be Jews. It's because we are people of God under a covenant with God. We're in an agreement. Amen. He's our dad. He's our dad. And we have an agreement. Son, do it this way, and, and I'm going to give you your, your privileges. Uh, you know, walk this way, do, do my instructions, and I'm going to allow you to walk in privilege. I'm going to allow you to walk in greater and greater responsibility. I'm going to allow you to walk more and more like me the more you will do what I tell you to do. Because I can trust you with the little things. I can trust you the big things. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So he's like the two greatest ones. So we need to learn to look at Jesus. Love Jesus. Think like he thinks. Amen. And let Amen. the Bible tell you to think. I mean, how, how about feeling like Jesus feels? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Weeping over Jerusalem because they, they would not. But I, I want you to hear that last statement again. He says, on these two things hang all the law and the prophets. What does the book of Revelation say? You know? Spirit of prophecy, testimony of Jesus Christ. I'm not getting that just right, but you know what I'm saying. The whole, this whole thing, the prophets, what were they saying? The prophets were always saying, God is here. Mm -hmm. God is here. God is here. Come back to God. Let's do it God's way. It's the best way. Amen. So, folks, we're just going to make, I, I know it's getting late, but we're going to take a little while, and we're going to push in the Spirit. We're going to push. Praise God. I know this is normally Wednesday night Bible study, but we're going to push. I was going to ha hand out a bunch of declarations tonight. I don't know. We'll do that. Maybe we'll do it next week. Maybe we'll even do it on Sunday. I don't know. We're going to have to see what the weekend holds. <laughs> but what we want to encourage you to do, we want you to encourage you to come out to the Zoom call on Friday, right? Well, you don't have to leave your, your home, but uh, you know, Zoom in with us Friday. I know it's hard to stay up all night. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Folks, I get it. But... If we can maybe fast on Friday, you know, maybe cut the TV off on Friday, right? Mm -hmm. We could just get our mind on God and come into the Zoom call already sensitive in the spirit to find out what, what God would have for us that night. Uh, we, we might even do some prayer drives uh, Saturday. I think we're probably going to. Uh, all over uh, the, the, uh, the northeast region, there's going to be people doing prayer drives. There's going to be prayer drives in, in Ohio. Uh, Ontario, Pennsylvania, and possibly, uh, well, maybe not New York, 
but uh, definitely in those three places. And I think maybe we'll do some prayer drives in Rhode Island. I don't, I don't know where yet, but uh, you know anybody can come with us if the weather's good. We'll, we'll do these things. But Friday night, uh, we just want to encourage you to come in here. Let's get ready. Let's, let's go through the next. Now, the Fresh Fire Fellowship is not the only thing God's got going. He's got people all over the land. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Hey, listen, we, 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 you know, we didn't leave the, our old organization to join a new one. Folks, that's not what happened. God has hooked me up with these folks mm -hmm. since before 2013 when I preached the first camp out there. Okay? Mm -hmm. It was in 2010 that Brother Hasper, Brother Pebbler, and myself got our heads together and, say, and, and started talking to each other and said, God is calling a church out of the church. God is calling a church out of the, out of the religious, apostolic, Pentecostal uh, stuff. I remember way, way back, and I think it was 2003, right here, uh, standing right about where I'm at, I preached a message about early Pentecost. I, I went over uh, by my memory because I, I know these things so well, growing up, learning these things, reading these books that talk about these things, those early revivals in 1901, right, that led to the Azusa Street Revival. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Some of you probably read some of these books, but I began to talk about how it happened. And I began to talk about how it happened. And then I began to say how it started to go dead. And so we had a charismatic movement spring up in the United States. And then the charismatic movement started going dead. Mm -hmm. And then we had the vineyard kind of spring up in the, in the late 80s and 90s, right? And then even the vineyard stuff kind of started went dead. And so we've got all this Bethel stuff now going on. Mm -hmm. Folks, these are spirit-filled folks. Mm -hmm. Some of them do some wacky things like, like going out and laying on graves of guys like Smith Wigglesworth or Charles G. Finney or some great man of God to try to suck in their anointing. I think that's a little weird, but you know what? They are spirit-filled folks, and why does God keep ramping up groups like this? Because there's people that want the Spirit but people of denominations, and yes, the apostolics have become just another denomination, just another religion like all the rest of them. Mm -hmm. I've been in Pentecostals, churches that are so dead, you would think, you, you would think that this is some traditional old world church you're sitting in. Mm -hmm. Listen, I was up in New Brunswick not, not too many years ago, about 12 years ago. I'm looking around at these people. I'm listening to one of the best faith messages I've heard in a long time. And I used to live under a man. We used to have a pastor that preached faith and preached faith and preached faith. We've had guys like Brother Douglas come in here and preach faith, preach faith, preach faith. I've heard the best faith preaching there is to preach. And I heard this pastor of a little church up in New Brunswick preaching faith. And I was like, this is one of the best faith messages. And the people were sitting there like this. Nobody raising a hand, nobody saying amen. As he dismissed, everybody just shuffled out. And I was like, what on earth is going on? These guys dare call themselves Pentecostals? No spirit moving. I didn't hear, hear one person talking in tongues the whole night. The whole service. Nobody. Nobody worshiping God. They sang a couple of hymns. Nobody really praising God. Nobody worshiping God. Nobody speaking in tongues. Nobody praying before church. Nobody worshiping with the pastor and, and backing up the pastor. I was like, how on earth can this happen? Oh, it's because you might as well just write a big old Ichabod across the door. But you know what? It ha it's happening more and more than you might realize. It's like churches are just drying up. And so the Lord is saying, I'm going to find people that want to worship me. If they stick with me long enough, I'll tell them about Jesus' name, baptism. If they stick with me long enough, I'll give them the revelation of the one God. If they stick with me long enough, I'll tell them how to clean up their life and live holy. Amen. Praise God. We think we have the corner on these things. We've got people out in Ontario that started off. We were talking about this over the weekend. Just started off, and it's like, oh, my goodness, you know. Uh, how don't they know not to come to church dressed like that? But it's the Spirit that told them. It's the spirit that over the years told them, this is what's right. This is what's modest. Whereas we have a bunch of hardhead knuckleheads in, in the church that have been in the church for 25, 30, 40 years arguing about what they get and what they, what they have a right to wear and what nobody can tell them. That, listen, there, there's two different camps here. This, this group over here acts like they have all the truth and they got the rottenest attitudes. And this group over here is just loving Jesus and letting Jesus talk to them. 
and they're loving people around them enough to say, if it's good enough for me, it'd be good for them too. Yeah. Amen. Well, you can stay seated, or you can stand, or you can do whatever you want, but we're going to begin to just push in the spirit for a little while. I know I've talked for a long time. Praise God. I did not intend on getting into preach-teach mode here, but we're going to pray here for a few minutes. Praise God. You can follow me up or you can pray, but we want to just declare the victory of God. We want to declare that God is doing the new thing that he told us he was doing at the beginning of the year. That the spirit of Elijah is coming like he promised us at the end of last year. That, that God is making a way in a wilderness. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. In the name Praise of Jesus. Jesus. We Jesus. are praising you, Lord God, and we are giving you honor. We are giving you glory. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We are giving you honor. We are giving you glory, and we do not want to waste the momentum that you have put placed inside of us, Lord God, but we want to drive ahead. We want to push ahead in the name of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, visit us with your power and your glory for the next little while, for the next few minutes, Lord God. Visit us with the power and glory of the highest. Lord God, visit us in the power of the Spirit. Oh, Lord God, we're asking you to touch people that are not feeling well tonight. Lord God, we're asking you to uh, continue to bring, be with uh, those uh, that are not feeling with Brother Roberts and Brother Terry and, 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 and anyone else and, and keep comforting those, Lord Jesus, that are under the weather. But Lord God, right here tonight, Lord God, we're asking you to blast through this house with the power of the Lord God to confirm your word and to confirm the victory to many hearts. Lord God, that as we worship you and as we call upon your name tonight, oh Lord God, as we call upon the power and the glory in the name of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord Jesus, help us not to pray and to worship just for ourselves. Hallelujah, Lord God, help us not to pray and just worship for ourselves, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, but rather, rather, Lord God, that we make a push into the kingdom of God deeper than we ever had. Deeper, Lord God, with no fear. Hallelujah, Lord God, no intrepidation. Hallelujah, Lord God, no fear. Oh, Lord God, we cancel fear in the name of Jesus. And we combat every spirit of fear again in the name of Jesus. And we shut it down in the name of Jesus. We shut down every spirit of Absalom that would try to usurp the authority of God in the name of Jesus. And we cut down every spirit of witchcraft and manipulation that would try to undermine the authority of God in this land. And we come against every spirit of Jezebel. We come against the spirit of Leviathan. Lord God, raise up in your people the spirit of boldness and the spirit of Elijah. Lord God, work through us. Lord, as you start connecting ministries together, as you start connecting people together, oh Lord God, let the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ begin to shine out of the hearts and minds of every one of your people, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God, of every one of your servants who call upon your name, Lord Jesus, who are willing to, uh, to stand up boldly and willing to pray that you would stretch forth your hand to heal through us. Hallelujah, through us by the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, we don't want to waste uh, the opportunities that you've given us. Lord God, we don't want to waste the time that you've given us. Lord God, we don't want to undo the clock. Oh, Lord Jesus, we don't want to run it back. Lord God, we're not looking to get back to the same old, same old. But Lord God, rather, let us push ahead. Let us go ahead. Let us go forward. Let us not be weary in well-doing. And I declare, oh God, that we will not be weary in well-doing. We shall not die, but live and declare the work of the Lord. Lord Jesus, that we will take your command and we will walk in it. We will take the word of strength and power in the name of Jesus and we will walk in it. We will declare that it is not by power, it's not by might, but it's by your spirit. It's not by the might of armies. It's not the power, oh Lord Jesus, of, of, of weaponry. But rather, Lord God, it's by the wind blowing from the Spirit of God that's going to win this day. Hallelujah. That's going to carry us forward into a new era. Hallelujah, Lord God. We are looking with your power and your light to start. To start 
New works. New works in this land. Lord Jesus, show us where to go. Grab us, Lord God. Encourage us. Turn the dial up, Lord God. Hallelujah. Turn the dial up, Lord God. Turn the dial up, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Prepare us for the coming weekend. Prepare us for the weekend, Lord God. That we know what to do. Oh, Lord God, that we would know what to say. That we would know what to prophesy. That we would know what to pray. Lord God, that we would know how to get involved. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, that we would catch the vision. That we would catch the vision in this last hour. Lord God, you told us that the end of all things is upon us. Lord God, so help us to understand our time is short. To be diligent, Lord God, to occupy. Hallelujah, to occupy, Lord God. To be diligent, to redeem the time, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, to come out of sleep. Hallelujah, to awake out of sleep, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord God. Help us just to renounce any work of darkness. Lord God, help us just to put aside every carnal venture. Lord God, help us to, to just to shut down, Lord God, any carnal circumstance. Lord God, any carnal agenda plan. Lord Jesus, help us just to shut it down. Oh, Lord God, help us to push it aside. Lord God, help us to treat it as unimportant. Oh, Lord God, but help us rather to push ahead in the things of the Spirit. Lord God, in the things of the Word. Hallelujah, Lord God, that we would be worshipers in spirit and in truth. Lord God, that we would shine even as you shine. That we would be like you, to think like you, to feel like you, to work like you, to walk like you, and to save the souls that you save. Hallelujah, Lord God, let us not be wrong. And well doing, Lord Jesus. But Lord God, help us to take our strength in you. Hallelujah. Help us to find our strength and our rest in the Spirit. Oh, Lord God, encourage us to move into the Spirit every day. Lord God, help us to move into the Spirit every day. Every day. Every day. Help us to open up that Word. Every day. And to eat of it. Eagerly, Lord God. Eat of it, Lord Jesus. To take it in and let it be strength for our lives. And let it be holiness to our lives. Oh, Lord God, help us to realize that the the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, that is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Lord God, help us not to be offended at the work of the Lord. Help us not to be offended at the leadership that you send us. Lord God, help us not to be offended at the directives and commands of the Lord. Oh, Lord God, help us, oh God, as we declare in the name of Jesus that I will believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord God, help us to declare by faith that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Oh, Lord God, help us to understand by the Spirit of the living God inside of us that we are the temple, that we are the temple of the mighty God, of the Holy Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, where we are, you are. That you dwell inside us. Oh, Lord God, that we don't have to go any further. Oh, Lord God, than our own skin to be in the house of God. If no one else is around, that we can worship you no matter what. Lord God, if we're surrounded by a thousand enemies, we can worship you. Lord God, if we're in a jail cell, we can worship you. Oh, Lord God, if we're in a hospital bed, we can worship you. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, if we're hanging off the edge of the cliff, Lord God, we can worship you. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. And depend upon you and rely upon you knowing that you will save us to the uttermost. Oh, Lord God, that your will and perfect plan will be played out in our life when we surrender our lives to you, Lord God. That we surrender our spirits to you. When we surrender our time to you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Encourage us to come. Pray it up and fast it up. Lord God, that we would see the curse that is over our land broken totally in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God, that we can see the curse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The fear that is over our church is broken. Hallelujah, Lord God. The, the, the wickedness 
and the witchcraft and the communism and the socialism and the absolutely unreasonable tyranny that is over us, Lord God, that it be broken in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God, come quickly. Come quickly, but Lord God, help us while we're still here to occupy until you come. Hallelujah, Lord God, help us to have the heart that you had. Oh, Lord God, where it would behoove us uh, to be about our Father's business. Hallelujah. Teach us to be about our Father's business, Lord God. Help us to be about the business of the kingdom. Oh, Lord God, help us to invest what's been given to us into someone else. Hallelujah. Help us to invest the pounds. Lord God, and help us to invest the talents. Hallelujah, Lord God, help us to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and what you have freely given. May we also freely give. Oh, Lord God, help us to take on the principle. Hallelujah, of giving it shall be given unto you, and a greater measure of that will men give back to you. Hallelujah, help us not to do it for greedy gain, but Lord God, rather, rather for the name and the glory of Jesus Christ, while as your kingdom advances in this last and evil day, mighty God. Hallelujah, Lord God, as we raise up, as we raise up as bold men and women of God, oh Lord Jesus, begin to prophesy through us, begin to give us visions like never before. Lord God, confirm your word with signs following, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God, like back in the old days. Uh, uh, when this day first started, Lord God, bring us back, but yet bring us forward. Lord God, help us to revisit the old paths, but Lord God, send us into the new ways uh, as you light our path. Uh, oh, Lord God, and as your word becomes a lamp unto our feet, mighty God, and we declare that it is so, that it will be so, that the word of God will be our light. Lord God, that we will trust in you with all of our heart and lead not into our own understanding, but in all of our ways we will acknowledge you. Knowing, knowing and believing and declaring that you will direct our paths in the name yes, of Jesus. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. We declare victory from victory. Hallelujah, Lord God. We declare this victory from victory. Lord God, we declare another night of victory. We declare another night of the enemy defeated. Oh, Lord God, the enemy is pushed back. Oh, he's crawled back in his holes. He's gone back into the crevices of the rock. Lord God, let the fire of heaven come down and consume them out of their holes, Lord Jesus. And oh, Lord God, let the fires of heaven come down and, and fry these devils in their, the crags and the rocks that they're hiding in. Lord God, that they would know that this territory is God's and God's alone. Oh, Lord Jesus, that the hope and the anger of Jesus Christ still flies over this state. Hallelujah, Lord God. That the providence of God is still being seen in this land. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, that the children of God are still under your, 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 your grace and under your covenant and under your power, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God, we believe that you shall supply all of our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And we declare it shall be so that no matter what resource we need, it will meet us in the way. In the name of Jesus, help us to think, take no thought, Lord God, to take no thought as we get and make no plans, but simply go as the Spirit leads us. Hallelujah. And to go as the Spirit moves us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Folks, the month of January, we, we asked everybody to speak in tongues, uh, try to speak in tongues for an hour every day. This was not, I think, an unreasonable command. I know 
I know some people, they, they feel like they're not as fluent, they don't, they don't know how to do that kind of thing. And, but basically, we, we encouraged you to try it, to, 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 to give yourself to that thing for about an hour a day. I know some did it and some didn't. Um, I'm not talking about anybody here tonight, but I, I, I know in my spirit that some people absolutely turn their nose against it. That's all right. What I'm going to tell you next is, is something that should be a given to any child of God. Get into this book every day. I don't, I don't know. I've been given instruction of the Lord that we may not do, be doing a whole lot of teaching in the, in the next days, weeks, months. I don't know. I love to teach, but the Lord is putting it on hiatus. Because we need to surge into the spirit and drive forward. We need, that now the devil is on the run, we need to keep pursuing him. Mm -hmm. Praise God. This, folks, this is the work of the kingdom. I know it's not the work of a normal church. But when, have, when has the Cumberland Church ever been normal? Well, when have I ever been normal? Come on, you know me, I'm a weirdo. I, I do all kinds of crazy things, you know. But I don't care anymore. Amen. You know, Amen. the Lord is not done with me yet, but he has done so much work in delivering me what people think of me. That used to bind me up. If people didn't like me, oh, I, I used to try to do everything to get them to like me again. And the Lord is saying, some people are going to hate your guts because you serve me. Stop worrying about it. So the Lord has gone so far in delivering me. He's not done yet. I still need some deliverance. You pray for me in that area, and I'll pray for you too. Thank you. Praise God. We'll lay hands on each other and see each other delivered. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And at any time going forward, in any service, you feel the need to lay your hands on someone and pray for them, you do it. Praise, Praise God. Let it, let's let it be just a regular function of the Cumberland Church. Amen? I know we've encouraged this kind of behavior for years now, but sometimes we kind of... We kind of let it slip a little while and then, and then someone like Dean Good comes along and reminds us that this isn't just a church to attend two, three times a week. This is a life Amen. that we're living. Amen? Amen. I, I know we get it. I'm not trying to condemn you. I know we get it, but it's a reminder. Amen. Stay in this book every day. Stay in this book. When you pray, yes, ask God for your needs. Offer him your supplications, but also add some intercession. Anybody know what intercession is? That's when you're praying for someone else. Okay, yes, ask God for your daily needs. Amen. Ask God for your needs, but don't leave it there. Don't just be selfish for you and your family. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for lost souls. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Pray for whoever the Lord lays on your heart. And, and, and for goodness sake, pray for your pastor. He needs it. Yeah. Praise God. I, 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 would, I, would, I would really covet every one of you praying for me every day. Yeah. Is that selfish? No. I hope not. I hope it's not selfish. I'm not trying to be selfish because I'm going to pray for you every day. Praise God. And I try to. I try to pray every day. I'm not going to say I've, I've done that faithfully for the last 20 years. But I will say I try. I try to remember every one of you every day Amen. in prayer. The situations I don't know what to do, I'll give you a little hint into my process. I, I, I go like this. As I'm walking around this building, that's, that's where I do my best prayer when I'm walking around the sanctuary. I literally go like this. I, I imagine... You sitting in the palm of my hand, and I just lift you up to Jesus. Well, when there's something in your life I don't know what to do with, I don't know what advice to give you, boy, what counsel I don't understand, I just lift you right up to him, Lord God. I, I, don't, I don't know how to take care of the situation. You're going to have to do it. Amen. Praise God. But if that's all you can do for me, then do it. Just, I'm not saying you have to imagine me in your hand. <laughs> Whatever your process is, lift me up to Jesus. But stay, stay in this word. Stay in this word. Stay in prayer. When you're praying, let every door of the Spirit open for you. If the Lord opens the door of travail one morning, then don't just do a regular five, ten minute prayer. Just, just go with it until the Lord releases you and just travail for souls. If the Lord lays people on your heart, keep praying until the Lord stops laying people on your heart. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. If He tells you just to pray in tongues for a while, then pray in tongues for a while. Amen.
If we can just get right, I know this is this should be a given for any child of God that's brand new in the things of God. If we can be in that word in prayer every day, it will change our lives, folks. Okay? And you say, well, yeah, you're preaching to the choir. I hope to the Lord Jesus Christ I'm preaching to the choir. I hope I'm telling everybody in this room something they're already doing well beyond what I'm telling them. But this is just a reminder. Let, let's do it all the more. Praise God. Let's do it all the more. Hallelujah. Folks, God's doing some great things. God's winning some victories. Amen. Okay, like I was saying before, we didn't just leave an organization to join another one. The Lord has had me personally, me and my wife, on this roll, road for many years now. And it just so happens in 2019, he connected us in a way into a, a, a group of people that are a really like precious faith. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about any of our brothers and sisters in this area. I'm not. I, we love them all. We still love them all. We pray for them. Amen. Uh, whenever possible, we fellowship with them. Absolutely. Amen. What we're saying is we haven't left a, an old organization just to join a new one. No, that's not what's happened, folks. What's going on is the Lord connected us with this a long time. I never intended to leave my post until the Lord told me over a year ago, you're going to be leaving, leaving this post. And I did it, not knowing what the future would hold. But it's so that we can be untethered to do everything God wants us to do. Mm -hmm. Jesus is coming back, folks. Yeah. Sooner or later. He's coming back, and we have to be ready. The spirit of Elijah is come to prepare a people for their God. Amen? Amen. Why don't we stand one more time tonight? Let's just give the Lord another Thanksgiving offering. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this little taste of what's coming on the weekend, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Encourage us. Encourage us, Lord God. Encourage us. Just to fight and to fight and to fight. To not give up. To not rest. Not relax. Until you give us the rest of the Holy Ghost. Until you give us the rest in our spirit, Lord God. Until you give us the instruction to take the time off. Hallelujah, Lord God, but help us to go through our daily uh, routines, but concentrating on prayer, concentrating on the warfare, concentrating on souls, concentrating on becoming more like you. Lord Jesus, encourage us to stay in your word and to stay in your spirit as we serve you in spirit and truth. We thank you for it, Lord God. We thank you for it. God is so good, folks. God is so good. Let's press, let's press through this latest threshold. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. No fear, nothing holding us back. No devil in hell. Amen. Amen. God bless you, folks.